0: Welcome to Cultivating Authentic Universal Energy. Exploring energy through mediumship, psychic abilities, reiki, crystals, and more. This podcast is created based on the concept that everything is energy, everything, and everyone are connected. Your hosts are Lisa miller and Michelle Belcastro. Lisa has written about her psychic medium, awakening, and is comfortable with many facets of energy. Lisa believes energy work is very exciting and should be embraced in a safe way. Michelle grew up as a sensitive, intuitive, and now creates a safe space for community to gather and develop their spiritual talents. Their two unique perspectives are joined to assist listeners of all levels to broaden their understanding— This will be a series of podcasts that will enhance and fine-tune our energetic connections.
1: Okay, that was nice and loud in my ear. (laughs) Hi there, Michelle. Hey, Lisa. How's it going? Going well. Just going with the flow, because little obstacles here and there with technology, but going with the flow. Yep,
0: I hear you with that. (laughs) So we
1: were gonna, just speaking about what we're gonna talk about, and we started saying, well, maybe we'll talk about moon rituals, and we got off to a little bit of a topic, and we're just gonna talk about rituals in general. Yeah.
0: (laughs) I'm sorry. And how they feel for you. Yep, you're, you're sitting there shuffling your cards. I'm sitting here shuffling my cards. I've got cards that are flying out of the deck wanting attention like right now.
1: <laughs> I love uh, that when that happens. Go ahead, you go first then, go ahead. They're, they're, they okay. want the attention we gonna give it to you.
0: <laughs> so um, I'm working with the Starseed Oracle again uh, by Rebecca Campbell and this card is perspective. None of this matters, zoom out common ground. I said the picture of the moon. It's actually a picture of the earth, but oh perspective, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. It, yes, yes, exactly. So um I think that kind of goes along with what we want to talk about today, like the whole idea of doing rituals that feel good to you and what other people think about rituals, it, it doesn't really matter because the perspective is your perspective, what works yeah. best for you.
1: That's great that that card kind of fell out today.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So what um, like, there? what else? That's the only thing that like flew out of the deck. Nothing else wants to talk at the moment. How about okay. you? <laughs> um, well,
1: I was using the um, Angel Tarot deck from Doreen Virtue and Radley, Radley uh, Valentine and the first one that came out to me was emotional romantic enthusiastic and contemplative and it's a beautiful picture of a mermaid on there a merman or indeed might not be feminine or masculine <laughs> it's about falling in love or wedding proposals the need to balance emotions an invitation to a social event so usually when i do the cards i'll read what it has and then see what i I'm drawn to. And for this particular instance, I'm drawn to the need to balance emotions. That's what sticks out to me with this conversation and, and, uh, dealing with the
0: moon. (laughs) Yeah. So funny that you say that the full moon that we just had this past week was in Aquarius and that is, um, not being so emotionally tied to ideas, things, um, It's like taking a step away from all of the emotions that we've been feeling lately or attachments to um, hurts or other emotions. So I think that's super interesting because we can't live in the whole pendulum swing of no emotions or all the emotions, right? We just can't function in either spot well. So that balance makes sense. And it's a, it's a regular
1: adjustment. You have to constantly (laughs) adjust yourself (laughs) to what's working with, for you, you know, as to how you're feeling now. So
0: yeah, I agree with that. So we left off our last podcast with the idea that we were going to come back with some suggestions on some moon rituals specifically. And um, based on our conversation, we both kind of had a hard time finding things that resonated with us. Do you want to talk about that?
1: We both said the same thing. I read this and it it just didn't feel right to me.
0: (laughs) Yep. So like what I was finding was like super formal rituals, like the full blown, like cast your circle, the whole bit kind of ritual, which there's nothing wrong with that. It just didn't feel good to me. And like for me, where I was drawn um, for this full moon, like a couple of days afterwards was to do a lot of journaling. And here's something I didn't mention to you when we were talking about this is that I was drawn to an old journal that had some of my writings from a very, very difficult time in my life um where there was like so much turmoil for me and that was the journal i needed to write in again okay so that and, was being cleaned up by I,
1: I imagine you're cleaning up that that layer
0: again i right. i think so. so yeah i i had to look at that and i went through and i read i read what i wrote and was like is it is it important to hold on to the way this hurt? And my answer was no, it wasn't important because now I'm, I'm like, how many years later? Like 13 years later and life is so much better. I mean, from that situation, you know? Sure. We can see it,
1: we can see our growth. Like even if we look back like a year ago let see, where was I a year ago? And where am I today? So I can only imagine 13 years ago, it was probably huge leaps and bounds of progress, you know, that have been changed, made, whatever.
0: And, yeah.
1: Um, <clears throat> I enjoyed walking in the moonlight. So that if you, I, you asked me what I did, and I said, I don't think I did anything. But now thinking back, I did. I walked in the moonlight and just was appreciating it in its glory and put my crystals out to clean up. And I really enjoyed that.
0: Nice. I saw the picture that you had posted on Facebook of the full moon, and yeah. I think I would probably have been doing way more than just walking. That was just such an amazing I did howl. picture. <laughs> you do. I went on my balcony to howl, though.
1: <laughs>
0: okay, why?
1: I wanted to. I don't know why. It just it felt like it would be a fun thing to do that would bring me some joy, and that's what it's about: is bringing yourself joy and back into alignment. So, you know, uh, one okay. of the things I read that I thought would be really cool, but I didn't do it, was
0: dancing in the moonlight. But that, I did howl. <laughs> <laughs> so that kind of brings up another topic um, that whatever it is that we do ritual wise, whether it's related to the moon or for money or whatever else, it needs to feel good to us. Yeah. And like, if, if we were to say, Hey, let's together and I'll go dance under the full moon. You might see that some people have some resistance to that. Yeah.
1: Um, or, you know, Put a drum circle
0: together, right? Some people do that at the drum circle. Absolutely, and it doesn't matter like what what it is that you think you want to do or you think you don't want to do. I would just put it out there that if for some reason something doesn't appeal to you and it seems absolutely reasonable of an activity, maybe look within to see why why that doesn't appeal to you yeah your
1: your inner being is always talking to you it's always letting you know through an adjustment of whether you know a like or a dislike and that's how it's talking to you to let you know if it's on board or in alignment and just because it works today maybe next full moon it might not feel right so what feels mm-hmm. good? What does, Michelle? I think, yeah. Can you adjust your mic a little bit down so I see if that that might be a little more better.
0: <laughs> so you know, something else that comes to mind for me is when there's resistance to something like a fun ritual. Um, maybe look at. I don't know how to say this other than what other triggers are there that you could have possibly brought with you from a previous life. Yeah,
1: <clears throat> and I
0: understand that,
1: but maybe not everybody does. So, <laughs> well, I so and let's I was re- trying to... <laughs> recap it a little bit with that topic because yeah. it's a great topic. Um, yeah. <laughs> did you ever notice that if you run into somebody, you meet somebody and they feel so familiar to you that you felt like you've known them forever and ever. in just the first meeting, that's like a, an acknowledgement that you might have known them in a past life, or maybe you have an ailment that kicks up in your mid eight, your middle ages, like a back pain that had no reason to have it, just using it as an example. And it turns out, it could have been from a past mm-hmm. life. You get a regression, it cleans up right away. So, what michelle's re- referencing is there's little things that may be bubbling up within you that are new to you for now but maybe they resonate like they've they've been with you for a while all of a sudden and that's something that you can release mm-hmm. in the full moment so I don't, yeah. I don't know if that made it more clear or muddier but we <laughs> just give it an attempt
0: yeah so um we could have like a full-blown conversation just about our own experiences in this lifetime with things that have been triggered from past lifetimes. And if you guys want to hear that, we're happy to you know, do a podcast in, in the future. I just wanted to give people a heads up though, that sometimes you feel a resistance because of something that has happened to your soul in some other body, in some other time that you it, you don't forget. Mm. And your body it has,
1: has your soul has memory
0: yeah it, it, exactly. And you know there's there's a lot of discussion about you know the soul memory DNA memory so whether it's actually your soul memories or the DNA of your ancestors, right Because that gets passed down. If you had someone who was um, s- celebrating in the moonlight, and somebody saw that, and they were accused of being a witch, and they were killed for that, it could literally trigger something from that DNA memory for you, and it's not good. It's not bad. Again, it just comes back to this awareness that you're feeling something. Maybe you're feeling self-conscious. Maybe you, you
1: know you feel a little funny or inhibited, because you had a fear mm-hmm. built up, for sure.
0: Yeah, or you don't want somebody to laugh at you because you're just dancing unbridled in the moonlight, right? <laughs> <laughs> yep, so sound like that. I know, right? Especially dressed up or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to do that
1: next time we're together.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're coming home soon. We, not for the next right. full moon. No, the one after. <clears throat> so there are a lot of other rituals that you can do, um, not just moon related, but where you can either look up information or just follow your, your inner guidance. Um, Lisa and I have talked many times about her daily rituals. Her rituals of cleaning herself, her aura, um, and and her meditation. You're still doing that over on the other side of the globe, right?
1: Yeah, I do. I might not do it exactly the same way. I may not have the time or the space to to do everything I did at home, but um, I do it in some fashion. And you know, you have to be flexible with that. And it's more or less to bring alignment and balance into my daily activity. And I find if I miss it, I I really miss it. Like I really can sense or feel that I, that I, I need to go sit in the corner, give myself a time out and meditate for a little bit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, and you always feel so much better when you walk mm-hmm. away from that. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, <clears throat> so yesterday I was at the Violet Butterfly and I was, Um, drawn to do a little bit of a candle ritual. Um, And it was really funny. I don't work with candles very often. It's not something that I'm very drawn to. I mean, I am, but I'm not. Um, And I had to burn a green candle. Don't know why, I just had to do it. So I had this one candle holder and I put some sand in it and I put this green chime candle in there. That candle burned for over three hours. Oh, nice. It's a chime candle. You're lucky to normally get an hour out of these things. So mm-hmm. I really felt like whatever the powerful magic that was going on was... was working and that was kind of like a sign to me that it was it would like thank you for acknowledging that you needed to do this and it was a validation that I was on the right track well I agree with that I mean I always go back to
1: our thoughts have energy and I believe a focused thought with intention is like a prayer so anytime we do something with intention, whether it be a ritual or anything, it has more power. It really does. And, and it feels mm-hmm. right to you as opposed to, for me, it's always been like, like even if I had gone to synagogue or if I had gone to church and I'm reading someone else's prayers, they really didn't
0: resonate with me as much as my own words do. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. The sensations, the emotions that go along with your words. Right grow the authenticity
1: authenticity of your own words
0: (laughs) yep and it it always seems to come right back around to that the whole idea of being authentic it does it does but there's times when we are confused and
1: we might not find our own words and that's when (laughs) maybe we'll pick up a tool or a ritual to kind of bring some clarity uh to ourselves
0: yep Absolutely. So (laughs) I just drew, I just pulled another card and it is from the same deck and it's called lost lands, soul memories and gifts. You've done this before. (laughs) Your past lives. (laughs) There's your validation. (laughs) Exactly. So um, with that said, um, I think it's really important that, if you're, okay, some people will tell you that you need to be extremely specific with what you're doing when you're doing rituals. Um, Me, personally, I go and do things very intuitively. Could I logically come up with ideas on why I was burning a green candle? Heck yeah. Money, abundance, you know, newness, because there's, like, all of that that I'm, like, manifesting right now, but. I prefer to take a step back and just allow my intuition to guide what I'm doing. And this card really is like a validation of that, that I don't have to know everything, but I do need to follow my intuition. Yeah. And that if, if people can bring awareness to that,
1: which is the guidance within and get that clarity, that's magic. Absolutely. And then then have the ability to keep tapping into it because then you just have to, that's the readjustment (laughs) because light never stands still.
0: It it doesn't, but it gives us an opportunity over and over and over again to practice that. Mm -hmm. Big ways, little ways, just many ways.
1: yeah and yeah you you were saying um and then slightly off topic but there's times when we just get so very um thrown off track you know like the rug pulled out from under your feet or something goes upside down and we're not feeling happy uh that's the time that you really have to find a place to i always go to gratitude or something to appreciate and it kind of hones my vibration back into something that's positive you know just mm-hmm. blues. and a lot of people take do say that during the full moon that their energy gets off it's totally out of whack now i did feel it a little bit i did feel that um last
0: week Yeah, I, I got really thrown off track last week from that full moon. Um, I ended up having a complete meltdown Friday morning, ended up with a migraine after that. Um, Yeah, it was just like, I honestly think it was a lot of shifts and I was resisting the shifts and that's what needed to happen for some changes to take place. Right.
1: Usually Cause... that's what it is when we have a big shift or something that's uncomfortable, there's something positive that comes from it. I agree. Yeah. Um, with well, me, I had more awareness. Um, I had awareness of my own egos, actually. And I noticed something that I, I thought I consciously try not to do from wherever I can remember is not to compare myself. So I did notice that that was happening. Um, just the awareness of of ever so little bit and I'm like that has to go that has to
0: get cleaned up so I kind of worked on that a bit nice so see it doesn't matter how long you've been on your spiritual journey you're still confronted with things to clean up a (laughs) hundred (laughs) percent yeah yeah well, you I know, it say, was really
1: I hope that it makes me a better teacher because I've had all these things myself.
0: No, I I absolutely think that's why we go through so many of the things that we go through. When mm-hmm. we have chosen to come here in this lifetime to be teachers, to be the ones that are willing to stand up and help people, we have to go through the things that are difficult so that we can completely relate to the things that people are going through. Sure. Right. Um,
1: So there's been times I have asked for it not to be so difficult. There have times that I have put out that request to make them a little easier for me or to give me the knowledge in a way that I can understand it so I don't have to live through the uncomfortable parts of it. Yeah, I can 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 totally get that.
0: We can, but like the many times that we've talked about this, we learn best through contrast. And that's one of the things that, you know, Esther Hicks talks about is the contrast. If we don't get through or we, we, we can't appreciate the good, what feels good to us. If we haven't been through the things that don't feel so good to us. Um, It's like if every day was a good day, you wouldn't know what a good day is. Right. You wouldn't appreciate the good day. I didn't know. (laughs) That would be like living a life of Stepford wives or something. Groundhog (laughs) thing. Yes. (laughs) Yes. And then we don't grow. So,
1: Yeah, I just Um, think if everybody had the
0: same opinion, it would be so boring. Yeah, definitely. So um, getting back to our topic of rituals, I just had a thought that popped into my head. So you have not been in the home that you're currently in right now for the better part of a year. What kind of a ritual did you perform when you get, got into the house? Oh, you're so smart. Of course I did. <laughs> Besides <laughs> physical cleaning,
1: I, I like to play eternal ohm to clean vibrationally through sound. Um, I do have, of course, I have it at my desk and I try to light it. I have sage, but I also use my Palo Santo uh, sandalwood incense.
0: To oh, that clear looks out the space. Like,
1: uh, I got a very store. familiar.
0: I was going to say that's yeah. like really I familiar. Store.
1: But I also have um, a, a nice sage bundle, but it's not so much the act of lighting this incense or lighting the sage, but the intention that's behind it. And in my intention, it is to clear the space. Maybe there was emotional debris or somebody came in to paint or something and there was something that needs to get cleaned up vibrationally mm-hmm. and i take that smoke with the intention of that which i believe is the highest good to help and clear it out i open the windows i play the music and i say a prayer and that's about it Nice, and it feels different mm-hmm. to me. it feels it, to me it feels lighter and brighter when i'm done and you'll you could try it yourself wherever you are and see how you feel, like you check in, like how are you feeling right now? And then you go and you do the practice to clean it, and then you see how it feels. Yep. So that's what I did here. When I go home to Palm Harbor, I also like to go to the Archangel Michael Shrine and uh, get some of the holy water there and put it in seashells in the four corners of the house.
0: Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's a cool place. So I had a customer come in the shop yesterday and and she was like, I'm so new to all of this. Um, but she was talking about clearing your personal energy and and your space um, if you start to feel like kind of down or aggravated or, or something like that. And she wanted to know how she could do that. And it was, it, I, I love it when people come in and they're, They say, I can't believe I didn't know this before. I'm so new to this. You know, can you help me? Well, of course, that's what I love to do is is to help people and give them options for what might work for them. This lady already had sage, but that didn't like really resonate with her. She ended up going home with some uh, Florida water. Okay. Yep. Um, and she was so excited about the Florida water and possibly even cleaning her house with it. Me, okay. I just <laughs> I love to dilute it and spray it around me. mm mm-hmm. that's you know, a good idea. But it's a, it's the belief. Oh, you
1: freeze. <laughs>
0: You froze, you were frozen. Okay. Uh, I think your are back ear- Yeah, I can hear you, your earbud is not working.
1: Okay, thank you, I'll change it out.
0: <laughs>
1: <clears throat> not yet, not yet. can't hear you
0: all right well while you're trying to get your audio back up the things that we're talking about are the different ways that you can clear your energy and the energy of your space and it's not just the tool but primarily the intention so when you're using incense some people want a lot of smoke to be able to do the clearing you don't oh there you are nope no you're not (laughs) still can't hear you (laughs) um so it, it it's really just about the intention that you have with whatever tool how's that i can hear you now
1: Okay. <laughs> All right, good buttons
0: to put. Okay, so basically Lisa, while you were working with your I heard you tech- Okay, awesome. Um, but it was funny because one day I had a lady come in and, and she was looking for incense and she wanted the incense that smoked the most so that she could clear her space.. And I'm like, okay, whatever works for you.
1: <laughs> yeah yep more rituals so so here's here's a card i had pulled earlier and then i figured i'll see how this kind of works in our conversation because usually they do some way or another and absolutely and it's archangel raziel and it says you are ready you have the resources or the ability to manifest them life is magical and i kind of love this card because it is magical and we do have the ability, no matter who you are, no matter what your circumstances, you have the ability to start new each day and to make your own rituals if you want. Yep. Or take up another one.
0: <laughs> so in the uh, practice of tarot, when you pull the magician card, that's an affirmation or a validation that you have all the tools that you need.
1: Yeah. They're yeah. Right in there.
0: you just have to know how to tap into them for Mm -hmm. sure so that
1: you should get out of your head that's all
0: (laughs) well and it's funny it's funny that you say that because that's exactly what i was gonna say it's so easy to get into your head and start questioning and what you really need to do is like drop down from your head into your heart space and just allow
1: mm-hmm. yeah. just allow and you know sometimes the surrender is good if you have trouble getting out of your head and it, it's, yeah <laughs> a different level degree of that you know and it's a, and as you were saying earlier like as I was noticing my ego last week I don't care how long you've been doing this. You're always going to have a level and a layer and a degree to expand on and to get mm-hmm. yep Yeah. So just go with it. <laughs> Other way, if, if we weren't, if we we're not on this earth, then maybe we're not doing it. But as long as you're on this earth, enjoy it.
0: <laughs> yep. Yep. So kind of along with this whole conversation about what feels good, what doesn't feel good. um, I've pulled a couple more cards because I was just drawn to, and this one is lifting the veil, questioning everything and anything unaligned must go. Perfect. (laughs) So if it doesn't feel good, let it go. Maybe figure out why it doesn't feel good. But just let it go, and that that goes for that goes for like doing rituals, um, even daily life. Like if something doesn't feel good, it doesn't feel right. Don't do it. You're most mm-hmm. important. Allow your intuition to guide you. Right, and there are times that
1: <clears throat> our society or our life experience has us having our job. Maybe we have a job that's really not resonating with us anymore. And you can't mentally say, okay, I'm just going to not do this job because you still have to pay your bills. You still have things Mm -hmm. that you need to do. But in in your gut and in your being, it's encouraged to find something to appreciate, to feel better about where you are, so that you can mentally let go of it. So if you can't always physically let go of it at that moment for a certain subject or, or situation, do it mentally and visualize to the point that you can actually feel that it's already done, even if it's only five minutes dead, and it will help you to move through. So that's kind of ritualistic, but it's something that, Um, you know because as we're talking about these things we make them sound really simple and they are simple but there's times that there's complicated situations that as someone who's lived it before and is now teaching it is like also understands when people are going to say well that's not my situation but I'm here to say yes it is you just have to look at it a different way different perspective
0: That can <laughs> <I>?
1: so difficult. <laughs> I know, I know. But it's really, um, it's, it's truth. It's my truth.
0: It, it is true. Um, but when you're, and you know this because you've been there, when you're in the thick of something, at times it's so difficult to see anything else. To feel anything else, to acknowledge that there's anything beyond how you're experiencing now. So the the practice
1: of you know allowing the practice of doing a ritual, it is a practice, and you always have to continue that. Um, <clears throat> there are situations that come up that maybe. I can give you a personal situation. I don't know if I've mentioned this before, but when I lived in New Jersey, my house was underwater at one point in time during the point when the, uh, the market came out and I forget, like 2015 type um, of uh, year that that was, but I was selling my house. It was above the water at that point. But lawyers were telling me, real estate was telling me you're going to have to short sell. you're going to have to get out of it that way. And I'm saying, no, it doesn't make sense. I need to keep my credit. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to find a buyer. So there's a long story within this, and it lasted almost a good nine months. But the bottom line is that I kept, feeling what my gut was telling me, I kept seeing the end result. Now, walking through that for nine months, the aggravation of banks, the aggravation of real estate and lawyers, <laughs> you know, is stressful. And having to show your home, like, it seemed like every week there's a couple people in out, a couple offers that came that then maybe fell through. But um, I talked with my daughter in the month of May, who lived out in California, and she was telling me about the marketplace over there and how, People were making the, all the price wars because people would come from another country and they would come with buckets of cash and they would pay cash above the list price. So I'm like, that's crazy, but I want somebody like that. Well, you know, that was a man. Come November, when I sold my house eventually, as I had different signs with angels and kept the faith and everyone's told me no, somebody came from another country with cash and bought my home. So all I can say is that the practice works. I can tell you it's also sometimes frustrating to walk through our life as we have it here. But as you let go, let God, or keep your faith, your prayer, whatever it is, it does help you. It does help you to get through. And I could have explained that so much better, but we're not editing these anymore. So I'll
0: have to have <laughs> Michelle fix me. <laughs> we are not editing anymore. This is like real conversation. Well, thank you, Lisa, for sharing that story because sometimes we do need a reminder that things don't get fixed overnight. And, you know, sometimes it takes a significant amount of time to work your way through changes and shifts and mucky situations. But if you can focus on the outcome that you're looking for, it's possible to achieve it.
1: And to have a point in your crazy day when you're so busy, to even have five or 10 minutes where you actually feel like it's already done and you're where you wanna be. And to your point earlier about your ritual not being specific, it's better to go general. It's better to go general than specific because don't limit the universe or whoever you believe in ability to bring it to you. Allow it to be better than you can imagine.
0: Mm -hmm. Yep. Well, you you and I have had conversations about that related to things like vision boards because people create vision boards as rituals. And I know that there is, I'm a creative person. Um, I'm a very right brained person in that way. But when it comes to um, creating like a specific vision that I want to accomplish, I know that I'm limited as a human in being able to do that. I mean, some people would be like, oh, yes, I want this model BMW or I want this house and I want these friends and, and whatever. I do tend to go more general because I, I know that me as a human would limit what is possible for me. Mm-hmm. So...
1: And, but- but maybe somebody who's artistic or they like to draw, maybe they want to draw that. And we have a good friend that also likes to do a lot of doodling and drawing and artwork. And I can imagine her being able to, you know, almost like an automatic writing, automatic drawing into her feeling. And I think art, art artists do that, you know. They yep. feel their way. Or are musicians.
0: Yep. I say, well, on my channel, you- I sing my song. <laughs> yep. Yep. No, like when I'm trying to come up with visions, goals, whatever, it's based on a feeling. It's not Mm -hmm. something that I can necessarily see. It's how I want to feel at the end of it. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, that was kind of a lot today.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It was... It was, it was a good conversation, I think, and hopefully you enjoy it. And, you know, we started out with rituals, we got off the mat, and as usual, Michelle brings it right back together.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I try to, I try to. So, you know, it really does kind of boil down to, you can make anything into a ritual, like anything. Um, but ideally, what you want to do is create rituals that feel good to you. And stay authentic to your true inner voice and you can't go wrong.
1: Totally agree.
0: All right. Well, thank you, Lisa. Thank you, everyone, for listening to us. Have a great day. Till next time. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. We'd love to hear from you about your experiences. Leave us a comment below. You can find more information about Lisa and her offerings on her website. The number two, communicate.net. Michelle's shop is the Violet Butterfly Metaphysical Healing Center in Palm Harbor, Florida. You can find more information at thevioletbutterflymhc.com, including the online store.